Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazed knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. Welcome to our story pod, friends. This is episode 37, 3 into 1. So this week we got Off the Needles, Show Me Your Knits, When Good Knitting Goes Bad, Knitting in the Wild, and Crap, I Learned It Knit Night. You would never know that it took us four times to record that intro, <laughs> would you? <laughs> But it did. It did. We're a little rusty. Yeah, a little rusty, a little crazed, extra yeah, crazed. Extra crazed is right. Extra. All right, off the needles. Okay, so I'll start with uh, the first one that I've got. Yay. So I have discovered that exam time is surprisingly productive, productive knitting. knitting time <laughs> because I would rather be doing anything than studying at this point in the semester. So for me, it was always laundry. Oh no, laundry! I did a bunch of laundry yesterday. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. And that, but I had to wait for the laundry to like catch up, right? So I knit it. Anyways, so <laughs> I finished my tubular socks. Okay. So I only had the second sock left, and it was I had that cuff issue where it was too tight. So then I ripped it all off because the kitchener, right? Because the kitchener just screwed it all up. Do not kitchener the second thing on. You are not as clever as you think. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, well whatever so I picked up all my sock stitches Mm -hmm. and then I started knitting but I guess I had picked it up too tight and so I was I had knit like I don't know maybe a centimeter Mm -hmm. centimeter and a half maybe and I'm trying to stretch it and I'm like dude this is too tight this is not going over anybody's foot ever even more so than the kitchener no it was about the same okay and I was like, what the heck? I don't even know what's going on. So uh, I, I ripped it out again. And this time I ripped out one um, round of the purple knitting. Okay. And then I picked up that row. And that worked brilliantly. And it's done. <laughs> I wonder if maybe when the Kitchener happened, it adjusted the tension of that last row of yeah. stitches. I'm not sure, right? So I just undid it. You can't tell. I mean, it's negligible Mm -hmm. whatever it's fine it's done it's over um and that so that was the tubular sock pattern by samantha roshak and i enjoyed it and then i realized as i was finishing these socks that man this like the tubular sock pattern makes for some really cool socks Mm -hmm. there are a lot of ends to weave in oh when you consider the fact like i usually make one color socks Mm -hmm. right like the sock is the sock and yeah, it's and all the same too right right the heel flap is all the same it's all one color which you know i mean it's not as exciting as <laughs> cool socks but it just works one end at the beginning one end at the end yeah and there's just so there's just two things that you have to tie in mm-hmm. not like one thing for the for the cuff and then one thing for the beginning of the sock body part mm-hmm. and then you got the two ends where you unraveled for your heel, and then, anyways. Yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? It was a lot, but it's totally worth it, and it's done. Yay. And I would still do them again. Yeah? Yep, even with all the, the ends to weave in. Although I might need to find an end weaving in elf. Mm-hmm. That would be, that's what I want for Christmas. Or. An elf. If you're lazy like I am, you just put the stuff on and don't bother to weave the ends in. Yeah, okay, I could do I've that. Worn, I, uh, I have worn socks and knit oh, that yeah. have still got the ends hanging off top and bottom. Oh. So, I, oh, I, oh, this was my other big discovery with these socks that mm-hmm. I was going to talk about. Um, so, I have made, to, like, toe-up socks before, which is essentially what this sock was, mm-hmm. essentially. And I always found that either 
my cuff was either too frilly and poofy and not grippy, or if I bind off too tight, it's like death, Mm -hmm. right? And it's the same problem I've had with the stupid cuff the entire time. So I was trying to avoid that because I just couldn't couldn't bear to do it again. (laughs) And so I used Jenny's surprisingly stretchy bind off. Mm -hmm. It matches the, the, the cast on that I used. It doesn't like match match. But it's pretty close, but and you, it's stretchy. Right, and with the Knit 2 Pearl 2, eh? Yep. Mm. And it, it, So it totally worked for what I wanted to do. Is it, It's not like the perfect match. Like, if you looked at them side by side, you know, studying them, yes, you would notice that they're different, but oh so well. So as a knitter, if you looked at them side by side, you would notice a difference. But average who, but Joe But who Schmo- really looks that detailed at a pair of socks like and if you oh, do nice socks yeah ooh, let me, let me ooh. i'm just gonna look at your feet now yeah let me get really close like, ooh, that's a little creepy I, I see your your bind off couldn't be quite as stretchy yeah. what as happened it? there mm. Mm. Yeah. so anyways doesn't matter and it totally worked yeah so yay. yay so i believe it was one of our listeners who suggested i use jenny's surprisingly stretchy bind off and i have to say i was skeptical at first but mm-hmm. then i did it because I figured I've already ripped this thing back 500 million times. What have you got to lose what, at this point? At this point, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. So it totally worked. Nice. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I've seen the toe-up toe up cuffs at the end, and they just look No, this strange. one looks good. This looks good. Close enough. Close enough that I'm happy with it. Excellent. Ultimately, it's fine. That's what I think. <laughs> Excellent. So what have you done? I, like many other knitting brethren out there, thought to myself, ooh, it's cold. I'm going to knit a pair of mittens. That's a good idea. So last week, was was it last week? Yeah, it was like minus 30 mm-hmm. people. Minus 30 Celsius. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's really, really cold. cold. So, yeah. mittens, yes. Yeah. Thought to myself, I I'll need just cast mittens. these on. And so this time... I actually got smart okay, and decided to use an Aran weight as opposed to usually when I think to myself, I I'll need make, to cast on mittens. I'll make it out of fingering weight. I know. And, yeah, everything and then is they're fingering thin weight. and then they're cold. And this just flew off the needles. Awesome. So, so nitpicks, tweed, Aran weight in the plum wine colorway. It was awesome. How many balls did it take you? I probably could have squeaked a pair out of one. And one is 50 grams? Yeah. But I, I like a long cuff because my yeah. winter coat doesn't have a... A grippy inner part? Yeah, yeah. So when you're Wind doing goes stuff, right up. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I put extra long cuffs on them, and they're soft, and they're squishy, Perfect. and they are so warm. Nice. I think it I might have an alpaca base to it. Oh, wow. And it's, it is so... So warm. So little hand ovens. Last yeah, last year I made myself a pair out of must have been Aaron or DK as well. But I'd like the cabley pattern and I I didn't account for the fact that it's windy. So Ooh. they are be- my last year's pair are beautiful, but they are the wind goes through them. So it's not for a high wind chill day. Yeah. And these ones, I got smart. I went down a needle size because I tend to lit, knit a little on the looser side. Right. So you, and they are impermeable. Nice. The only complaint I have is don't wear lip gloss and them at the same time. Because if you have a habit of rubbing your hair out of your face, you now have fluffy bits of knitwear oh, yeah. on your lips. Yeah. 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 I would like to say, 
on that note, mm-hmm. things not to wear with your mittens or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, Velcro? <laughs> yeah. Every time. Yeah. It's Velcro. Every time I go and look at a winter coat with my husband, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I need a... And I don't need one every year. Like, I don't beat up my winter coats. But every mm-hmm. so often, I'm like, I need a new winter coat. Like, it's just, it's just time, right? Yeah. And so the first thing that I do and the first thing that my husband does mm-hmm. is... Before he suggests that I try on any jacket, he checks for Velcro. Mm-hmm. He checks for Velcro up by my face. He checks for Velcro down by the arms. And he checks for Velcro underneath. He's like, because this way you can't complain. And I said, I'm not knitting all this stuff just to have Velcro destroy it. And it destroys it. And it just destroys it. And this is a this is a valid Canada complaint. <laughs> no. all, all of you southern problem. U.S. people that listen or people in... You know, even Australia. Yes, I know you have snow Warm in Australia. Climates. I know you have snow in Australia. Yeah. But it's a little bit different up here. Well, maybe southern Australia is cold too. I don't know really about that. But, you know, like minus 30 Celsius is pretty darn cold. Mm-hmm. So this is an important consideration when you're buying a new jacket. Yeah. Is where is the Velcro? Yeah. The so- answer should be there is no Velcro. I will buy this jacket. So that's why I tend to in the winter wear uh like wool coats yeah with buttons maybe zipper no velcro i actually have a ski jacket that's perfectly good uh, it's a little old and ratty but it's like it's serviceable but i won't wear it now because of the stupid velcro <laughs> no <laughs> yeah it's true i've gotten yeah. to that point so i have a couple of wool coats that i got handed down to me from my grandma mm-hmm. don't judge me people yeah and uh, that stuff comes back around. Yep. <laughs> and it did. it did. She got this for me. Like, when I say hand-me-downs, it's not even really a hand-me-down. She got this for me, like, when I was 12. And I looked at it, and I was like, there is no way, Grandma, that I am ever wearing this stuff. Like, just not happening. And now I'm like, oh, yeah. Rocking it. I'm rocking the wool coats. <laughs> I love wool so, coats. Yay. Yay. Yeah. So, no Velcro. Love the mittens. Big problem. Well, I put in the texting thumbs. Okay, yep. And I thought to myself... The texting thumbs are a buttonhole, by the way. Yes. Yes, exactly. Also an important thing in Canada. I thought to myself, I want a little bit longer on the tip. Okay. I went too long. Oh, no. It is awful. And I... It's like when there's a loose thread on something and it makes you crazy. And you just play with it? And you play with it. I'm on the train. Are you flicking your thumbs? I am. I'm flicking the thumbs and pulling them off, pulling them on, pulling them off, pulling them <laughs> on. And people must think I have and this is or something. Because and this is how Jen <laughs> has an entire seat to herself on the busy commuter train. I wish. Oh my goodness. If that's all it took, all I you, would do that. You have to start muttering about your thumbs. <laughs> You'd be like, thumbs are too long. My thumbs are too long. Oh, telling you. You'll sit alone forever. <laughs> Why are my thumbs so long? Yeah. Who made my thumbs long? I made my thumbs long. Yes. <laughs> thumbs go on, thumbs go off. See? Perfect. You, yeah. You've got it down. I don't even want to sit beside you. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Yeah. Okay, show me your knits. What are you working no, on? No, I am st- I still have off the needles. Oh, you do? Sweet. Yeah, I tell him, telling you, finals is very productive. <laughs> we can't move ahead. I have the two-by-two two ribbed hat. Yes. So, um, this technique was going to come back into play later on in this episode, but I knit a two-by-two two ribbed hat mm-hmm. for a Christmas present, not for me, even though I only have one knitted hat. Mm. I made another knitted hat for somebody else, and I used sock yarn to do it. 
And so it's just very plain. It's just very blah. The technique I used to knit it, though, made it very squishy and awesome. It's like magic. And I used, so I sort of improvised the pattern, but I used like a, a pattern guideline. Mm-hmm. And it was the Easy Knit Worm Ribbed Hat Pattern. That's what okay. it's called. And it's by Leaf Blumensteel. So basically I used it because I am rubbish at figuring out how to decrease hats to make it not look like there's a nipple on your head. (laughs) Unless that's what you're going for. Unless that's what you're going for, in which case I can decrease a hat like that. (laughs) But I, like, I just wanted a nice, like, round, you know, you see the people with the round beanie head. Like the fisherman caps and stuff. Right? Not weird, strange nipple head. And every time I made... I made the husband one, one year, that had a nipple head. And he wore it, but it had a nipple head, right? And I never lived that down. So this year, I was like, I need to make one that just sits flat on your head. Mm-hmm. And I have achieved that, but only because of that pattern told me how to do it. Okay. So yay. So if you need to know how to do that on a two-by-two ribbed hat, do that. And it wasn't freakishly large? Do you remember the hey, hey, hey No, hat? it wasn't. I, I, before, before I, I, uh bound it off Mm -hmm. i tried it on with the needle still in it and my husband actually has a picture of me looking at him like i dare you to take a picture (laughs) and he did to make sure that it fit and it does it's totally it might get a little bit larger when i wash it because i still haven't done that yet but not like freakishly large if, if it becomes freakishly large something has gone terribly wrong okay yep so it's good sweet yeah so i can give that as a gift Excellent. It's not going to be huge, and I'm not going to be sad. <laughs> I still have that hat the other, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it, but I can't bear to throw it out. <laughs> it'll Turn be it into a cat bed? Someday it'll be useful. I was thinking of cutting a hole in it and making it a tea cozy. <laughs> it's big That's enough. It's big enough tea cozy. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I don't know. Uh-oh. Kitty's some, playing with Christmas ornaments in the background. Some, cat action <laughs> that's why we put the plastic ornaments over there excellent excellent yes okay so show me your knits now we can talk about this stuff all right you first okay so i'm still working on my star shower by hillary smith callis that's yes. who made the uh citron and out of fino by manos de uruguay and so i finally just joined it to work in the round Ooh, and, and i still love it good and it's one that i put down for a while and yeah. i may be able to pick back up and thankfully, I somewhat kept track of where I was in the pattern. Well, that, that's good. You faked that, it till you made I it. I did. And it's it's such an enjoyable knit, and it's beautiful. Good. And so, totally recommend to everybody, if you get a chance, go check it out. If you like it, buy it. It's a good pattern. Cool. And not too complicated. Maybe I'll try that when I have my rest. Yes. Winter my break. My break. So, what are you working on? Uh, okay, so, I finished a long time ago, you may remember, that I was making pair of socks for my husband for Christmas. So I finished the one sock and it took me forever to knit it because it was taking forever. Is this the Hermione's? Yep. Com- I'm, yep. Using yeah. the Hermione Granger sock thing on giant feet mm-hmm. socks. Um, and it took me forever to finish the first one, but then I was like, and it's been sitting on my desk, like taunting me all semester. Oh, no. And I'm like, I have to start this one. So what better it's time? Exam week. What better time to cast it on than when you have no time? But Friday night after I have a freak out about bi- biology. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. freaked out about biology. Had a bath. Cast on a sock. That was my Friday night. <laughs> I am not sad. No, and you shouldn't be. Nope. 
And so actually it's going pretty fast. I think that I I think like time spent knitting a pattern that seems to go nowhere. Mm-hmm. I think when you're supposed to be doing other things, it goes everywhere. And you're like, oh, I'm making such good progress on the... I can't stop now. Yeah. Oh, just one more round. Yeah. Oh, just keep <laughs> going. Right? Oh, yeah, I should be studying this, but I got to do another round of this instead. Yeah. So if you're having this problem where you're in the black hole of knitting, try knitting it when you're supposed to be doing other things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You'll be surprised how quickly that black hole turns into this most productive project you've ever worked on. I have a deadline in the other part of my life, so I'm just going to knit this. And ignore it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't do good much for your stress levels at 2 a.m. when you wake up panicking, but yeah. hey, you know, I didn't say that it did. No, but at the same time, you've how much are you really going to learn when you are stressed? And it's not just like, oh, I've got a small deadline. Like, this is super stress. You're in tears. Everybody's upset. Yes. Oh, like, yes. How much are you really going to retain? Yeah, not much. No. So I just started to suck. So that's what I'm working on. <laughs> and um, I will continue to work on it. In between Pro- bouts of Probably studying. not going to study or probably not going <laughs> to... That's a Freudian slip. <laughs> I wanted to say I'm probably not going to be knitting much for the next week because this is when my finals are. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I do a little bit of studying at least. Yeah. And then uh, after finals, I'm good to go for three weeks. Yeah, 20 and 10. 20 minutes intense study time. 10 minutes knitting. Yeah. 20 minutes intense knitting. 10 minutes <laughs> studying. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got it flipped over, but that's okay. Yeah, whatever gets we'll you for- through the we'll, day. We'll forgive you for this time. Yeah. So, so what else are you working on? I am still plugging away on my 5x5 five five cowl. That's a, done by Felicia Lowe from Sweet Georgia. And Oh, right. Is, this is the one where you hold the, the yeah, soft yarn and the lace three weight. Three into one. Ooh. Ooh. It's like, um, oh, in, Inception. Yes. Yeah. A pattern within a pattern within a pattern. Inception. <laughs> Inception. Yeah. So on... It is just a nice, relaxing knit. It's beautiful. It's a free pattern. I recommend anybody that needs to stash butts to go and grab it. Perfect. Unless you're like me and have a little bit of an accident and use horrific colors together. But you got over that and now you're working on this. So good on you. Yes. Love it. Totally recommend it. Perfect. So when good knitting goes bad. Yes. This is me. This is you. So I was on the plane. Well... (laughs) Trying to get to the plane to go to Vancouver from Calgary. I put all my stuff on the conveyor belt to go through security. And I look like a normal person. Person, you know, mid-30s, no problem. When she's not muttering about her thumbs. (laughs) Yeah, thumbs. Put all my stuff on the conveyor belt, send it through. And I'm noticing the bags going in and out. Uh Uh-oh. And in and out. Uh Uh-oh. Like, oh, man, I forgot to pull a liquid out. You know, like yeah. Canada, you got to pull all your liquids out. And I'm thinking, yeah. I left the lip gloss in it. And this young guy turns around and he looks at me and he goes, is this your bag? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Depends on what's in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is my bag. And he's like, do you have knitting needles in it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I definitely do. And he's like, oh, okay. And poof, out comes the bags. But he just was like, couldn't figure it out. I don't know if because... Of the size of the needles that were in the bag. I don't know. He was just perplexed. He was not making the connection that this was my bag. And so I get on the airplane and I'm knitting away and I'm watching a movie, which Guardians of the Galaxy, awesome. Okay. If you like science fiction. Okay. 
I don't know if entirely... It's not six-year-old appropriate. Ten years old probably would love it. Okay. And so I'm enjoying this movie. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Knitting away, knitting away, knitting away. Look down at my pattern. And it's backwards. Backwards? I added one too many knit rows. And it made the star pattern... On the wrong side. On the wrong side. And I'm talking... I've got to be... 10 rows into this. Oh, man. And I'm on the flight, and and they're tiny little airplanes. And I'm thinking, will this poor guy next to me be upset if I start trailing yarn as I'm ripping out my knitting, muttering yeah. about thumbs? Yes. Rip- <laughs> yeah. Jen also wanted to sit by herself on the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So I just... You should you should have oh. handed that guy a, a, a be like you should listen to this my podcast because you're going to be on it soon. <laughs> yes, you poor guy. So I actually was I couldn't bring myself to start ripping it out because I didn't know if I would get it all ripped out and rewind the ball a little bit so that it's not all over the place by the time I get land get off the airplane. I'm yeah. imagining this trail of yarn behind me as I'm running <laughs> yeah. for a taxi, that type of yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 So I just discreetly put it back in my bag. Cried, huh. cried a little bit inside. Because and watched a movie. And watched the movie. Sometimes that's what you gotta do. I know. But uh, I seriously considered offending the people next to me. Mm-hmm. If you get a chance and you're into aviation at all and okay. you follow Twitter, yep. possibly Facebook, yep. look at hashtag passenger shaming. Oh, okay. And it is awesome. If you want, if you travel a lot, you'll understand what I mean. It's people putting their feet on tray tables, they are changing poopy diapers. People do this? Oh yeah. Okay. Obviously, guys, I don't travel a lot. Yeah. And like changing poopy these. diapers on the fold down tables at the chairs. Oh. Potties, like what? full baby potties in the aisle. So my husband's in aviation, so oh my God. I get a huge kick out of this and he travels <gasps> so much. And I always wondered why I got sick. Every time I traveled Within two or three days, I got a cold, I got the flu, I got something. Now I know why. Yeah. Poopy diapers. So, to bring it back to knitting. Yes. I did not want to appear on passenger shaming. I don't think you would have. Not for that. You don't think so? Like, I'm talking, I gotta rip out a lot of of knitting. Yeah, yeah, but knitting's a lot more sanitary than a potty. Okay, so more sanitary. Hopefully you don't wipe your butt with your yarn. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm just gonna put that out there. But then I thought of it, like, I'm touching my knitting to things that could possibly have had human feces on them. I just, so, I just tucked it away. So here, here is my, <laughs> Public my, service my PSA for the day. You'd be surprised at how much stuff has feces on it. Oh, yeah, from somebody in the nursing program? Yeah. 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 So just saying wash your hands people yeah use Sing. hand sanitizers hand sanitizers if your hands are not visibly soiled and wash your hands with soap and water when it's available and sing twinkle twinkle little star and get in between your fingers and Ooh. take off your rings and get all over and get in the cuticles and get underneath your nails it will save you from a cold or nor walk Ooh. so i'm just saying that's what you gotta do yeah public service i mean it won't save you from everything but yeah. It goes a it goes a long way. So there you go. Lots when of- flying on airplanes or anywhere possible, wash your hands. Bring a little squeeze bottle of alcohol sanitizer and rub everything. No, <laughs> don't do that. Then you'll definitely end up on passenger shaming. <laughs> okay, knitting in the wild. 
Okay, so this is mine. So one of my, so I brought some of my knitting to school because that's what I do. (laughs) And I was early for class because that's what I do. And I was sitting there and I'm knitting and stuff. And um, my prof obviously knows that I knit because we all had at the beginning of the year, you know, like put something that I don't, I wouldn't know about you on the thing, on your piece of paper, right? Mm -hmm. So what do I, I'm like, I co-host a knitting podcast. (laughs) That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And so she totally knows that I knit. And so she was telling me all about, she took a class, and then she learned how to make a cowl, I think. Yeah, cowl. Anyways, great prof. And every time she sees me, she's like, oh, and she tells me about whatever she's learned or mm-hmm. whatever she's just done or whatever. And I'm like, oh, it's, I just like seeing the excitement in people who have just learned how to knit, right? Like they just learned this new it's skill. It's still magic. Like, my this prof is she is like awesome right mm-hmm. she's got all all this experience and all this education and she's like passing it on to the next generation brings a tear to your eye right like the whole nine yards everything is great and here she is learning something new that i already know how to do which is like i don't know it's kind of like role reversal it's awesome mm-hmm. and it's just so i imagine that that is what she feels when she looks at nursing students and, and they're and we're it. like, oh yeah, this totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I just wanted to share that. That was good. It's good. I, I'm so glad people are still learning to knit. Yeah, I mean, like she might not ever be as crazy as I am about knitting, and that's okay, people. Yeah, you don't have to be crazy that, knitters. Yeah, it's all good. It's mm-hmm. all good. Some people party through nursing school. I'm knitting through it. <laughs> Some people party to reduce stress, and some people knit. Yep. Yeah. I'm knitting party (laughs) in my house. So, crap, I learned it at night. Okay, so I technically didn't learn this at night, but it was pretty close. Yeah. So, um... Oh, you weren't there for when... One of our friends... Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it was... knit night. I guess it was knit night. Um, so she was, um, knitting a baby blanket out of fingering weight yarn, which... A, would take forever. Oh, man. Right? But she was doing it, and she was using the the sock weight yarn three-ply. Mm-hmm. And I was like, brilliant, right? Because it creates a really squishy result. Mm-hmm. And you're turning one into three, or three into one, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, how do you do this? And she's like, oh, it's just like when you're Navajo plying and you're spinning, which I've done a total of once, people. A total of once I've Navajo applied. That's 100% more than none. Yes, that is 100% more than none, <laughs> but I've only done it once. So I was like, okay. So I looked up a YouTube video, and it's mm-hmm. by Lucy Neatby. Mm-hmm. And it was so clear. So I'm, I, that's how I did the hat that I'm giving away for Christmas. It went, A, so fast, because instead of a fingering weight, I'm now doing like a sport weight-ish. Mm-hmm. Not quite a DK, maybe. Well, fingering weight's a four, sport weight's a five, ply, DK is a ten, DK and worsted are, no, DK is an eight, Aaron and worsted are ten. Yeah. So I like a... So you're at least I'm a, a sport dk yeah. thing, right? And so, and so this, the hat took no time at all, also how Don't I you managed that? to finish it. And then I was thinking, so... Oh, and it made it, like, really squishy, right? Like, mm-hmm. really awesome. I was like, this is great. And then I was thinking of applications beyond um, hats mm-hmm. f- for this. And I have seen a few um, 
I don't know if any of you guys have seen them, but patterns for socks that aren't made out of fingering weight yarn. They're made out of, like, worsted weight yarn. Like bed socks. Like, like bed socks. or, or Slippers. I've, I've just seen, like, regular socks. Yep. They're just a little bit thicker, made out of thicker yarn, right? Like a worsted weight yarn. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to try it, but I can't find any or maybe I haven't been looking hard enough, worsted weight yarn that has any nylon in it. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to put in all this time making, like, worsted weight beautiful socks and then have them wear through in five days because there's no nylon. But then I thought, if I could find, like, a DK weight sock pattern, or I could just make it up on my own, but, you know, I I limited brain resources (laughs) here. I could buy two balls of... 200 gram balls of, I'm going to try this with like, um, with some cheaper yarn, just in mm-hmm. case it goes down, you know, and doesn't work. And then I don't feel like I've, you know, sunk. You've wasted some time. And yeah. So. Worst is a couple bucks. Yeah. So why don't, why wouldn't I use a tripled sock weight yarn that has nylon in it? Mm-hmm. Nylon problem solved. It would mm-hmm. be thick. And nice and squishy. And nice and squishy. And the same colorway throughout. Yeah, so I'm like, I would have, I would do it, like, you'd really have to do it with a solid or, like, a tonal. Yeah. Right? Like, you wouldn't want to do something highly variegated. Um, like, the, the hat that I did, it was variegated, mm-hmm. but it was all within the same color family. So now it just looks very marbled. Yeah, so turns it into a tonal as opposed to you're going to get your yeah. flashing and pooling. Yeah, and there, I don't really have any flashing and pooling. Maybe a little bit here and there, but not nothing nothing drastic. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to use it with like a solid or a tonal probably for your best results. Mm-hmm. And then, voila! Or fingerless mitts. Or fingerless mitts. Mm-hmm. You could do that too, right? And you could turn that skein of whatever is languishing in your closet into fingerless mitts mm-hmm. you know so anyways that's going to be one of my experiments coming up one of these days when i have some extra time after december 15th after december 15th i might go out and buy some sock yarn and try this out because that would be cool i think if that worked and i there's no reason it shouldn't yeah there's no reason it shouldn't. no reason it'd be shouldn't. nice and cozy and yes and fast and fast, exactly. My thoughts, exactly. How yeah. many more pairs of these could I crank out if they were bigger? Because bigger means bigger needles. Yes. And you you could still make yourself a hat. Yep. So you got one hat out of one skein. Yes. So 100 grams of fingering weight Okay. made me a hat that fits my head. And I have some left over. Sweet. I mean, it's for my brother. And I don't think his head is all that much bigger than I am. Or mine is. So your other option would be to do a hat from the crown down. down. And yep. then just stop when you run out and then fold it up over your ears. Yep, that's option two. Because I often find that the hats that I've made do not double fold over the ears. This is and not, I'm lacking for warmth. This is not a double fold hat. But he okay. wears he wears a hat all year long. Okay. He's one of those people. So... It's not going to be like a minus 30 hat okay. with wind chill, but it'll be like a Chinook Day hat. Okay. Moderately warm. Still going to be warmer than a, than a single strand of... Fingering. S- fingering, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, fingers mm. crossed that it works. Yes. Yes, I will let you all know when I have completed my mission. <laughs> my knitting mission. Your knitting mission. As Should it, you choose to accept it. Yes, well... 
should you not? There you go. So if you're interested in how to do this, like I can't really explain how to do it just using my voice. Yeah. Watch the video. Look for it's on YouTube. So is it just called Navajo Ply? Uh, I think I called it. I just YouTube Navajo Plying while knitting. Okay. And I clicked on the one by Lucy Neatby, and she explained it. It's just making one long chain. Yeah, it's a big long crochet crochet, crochet chain. chain. Yeah, yeah, totally works. Totally, it's brilliant. And once you've got it down for knitting, you can use the same skills for spinning. Yep, because exactly. you have the rhythm for it. Exactly. The only part that I had problems wrapping my head around mm-hmm. using it for knitting was casting on. Like that took oh a sad amount of brain power. <laughs> but, but what you're I not realized with a lot of bandwidth lately I'm, either. No. So what I. All you have to do, I'm going to give this away so that nobody else is sitting out there going, how the hell do I do this? So what you do is you just make, you. so you start by Navajo plying your yarn and you mm-hmm. make a long, however long you think you're going to need to cast on. Mm-hmm. So like if you're going to need a meter to cast on, then mm-hmm. you make enough Navajo plying to stuff account for the to account for that. And then you just, you literally cast on with it. Okay. Like, I long-tailed cast on. and Yeah, because your three plies are there. It was fine, yep. Sweet. So there you go, guys. New skills. New skills. Got to oh. try them out. So join us at our blog at knittingastory.wordpress.com. Facebook at Knitting a Story. And Ravelry at Knitting a Story Podcast. I'm Jen's account. And I'm Beloved of Bast. Hope and to see you there. Yeah, sounds good. Talk to you soon, guys. Bye.